Hello and happy Friday. It is time for another weekly dose of fashion. We are covering the Met Gala today. I know that's what you've all been waiting for. We are going to cover the yays, the nays, the things I hated, the things I loved. We're going to dive into it today. So the Met Gala is known as fashion's biggest night out. It is a fundraising benefit for the Metropolitan Museum of Arts in New York City. So this year, the Met Gala theme was a celebration of the late and great Carl Lagerfeld and saw celebrities pay tribute to this designer in numerous ways. Carl Lagerfeld was one of the fashion industry's most decorated designers and was the creative director of Chanel from 1983 I think, until he died in 2019. So, I mean, basically for forever. He was also the creative director of Fendi, Chloe, and many others during his lifetime. Carl was responsible for all of the cult items you know and love about Chanel, including the House's Boucle tweed pearls, dual-tone footwear, interlocking seas. I mean, he is responsible for so many things within that fashion house. It is unreal. I think Carl's backstory is so cool because you hear hear about designers like Balmain and Tom Ford, Yves Saint Laurent. And these are people that he not only met during his lifetime, but he went through and worked and built his career with these people. Like, I think that's insane. I mean, you think of them as just brands and places you go and shop and these awesome, cool designers, but you don't really think of them as real people. And I don't know, they're all in the same playing field and they are real people and they and they live and have a life together and hang out together and get inspiration from one another. So I just think Carl is, I thought it was a really cool theme to do. So a little backstory on him. When Carl was 14 years old, he made a variable decision to move to Paris. Now, what 14-year-old's parents would let you move to Paris at that age? It was a 19, I guess he was born in 1933. So it was early, early in times when I guess parents just wanted to push you out the door. Now they don't want you to leave, but my parents don't want me to leave. But two years into living there, he submitted a series of sketches and fabric samples to a design competition in Paris and ended up taking first place in the coat category and meeting another winner, Yves Saint Laurent, who would become a very close friend of his, which I just think is so cool. So the Met Gala is dubbed the Oscars of fashion, right? And it draws super big names to the event. Like I mentioned, the Met Gala is a fundraising event and they raise money through tickets sold to go to the event, right? So a single ticket, this is going to blow y'all's mind. I mean, maybe it won't. Maybe you're used to these kind of ticket prices if you went to the Taylor Swift concert. But to go to the Met Gala for a single ticket, it's $35,000. And usually these are bought by, I mean, obviously celebrities, but like the brands that the celebrities wear. So let's say, I don't know, let's say I'm going to the Met Gala and I'm wearing Dior. Dior usually would buy my ticket for me. And that's how all these people usually go and wear who they wear. Tables are also bought by those big brands. And so you saw like a lot of people go in. There were like three girls that went dressed in Stella McCartney. And so the brand Stella McCartney bought them a table to go and it was about $200,000 to $300,000 for just a table. So that is pretty insane to me. They must have 
raise a ton of money. So I guess cheers to the Met Gala. I don't know. I wonder what charity they're going towards or if it's a bull. Um, I do know what charity it goes towards. It goes towards the Met Gala and the arts and everything like that. But still kind of crazy that expense. I just can't imagine it. But anyways, I want to dive into the best dressed and worst dressed in my opinion. And there are a few must of Carl you must know before we jump in. He loved his cat, Choupette. I think that's how you say it. I might be butchering it, but it's C-H-O-U-P-E-T-T-E. Choupette is how I think the pronunciation actually is in French. But anyways, it means sweet in French. And he was like the cat, I mean, was a huge inspiration to Carl. And Carl also loved pearls. If you know Chanel, you know there's always going to be pearls involved. And he always wore a black and white suit ensemble. And just like every photo that you look up of him, he's in this black and white super contrasting suit. I think this also was a really big inspiration for Kris Jenner, who's also in a lot of contrasting suits. And this is kind of where she got it from. If you ever wonder why she wears those chic little suits, it's because of Carl. So this idea, these pearls and black and white and 3D applique was another really big thing for Carl. His cat, these are kind of the backbone for a lot of attendees looks they chose for the Met. So if you didn't know that and you just kind of saw on E! News or I don't know, Vogue or whatnot, you're probably like, what is, I don't understand who was Carl Mann? Like what was his vibe? That was a lot of the items that he loved and constantly incorporated into his designs. So without further ado, I feel like I need to kind of give a PSA before I dive into like the yays and nays. I'm wearing sweatpants right now and I'm judging people in custom ball gowns. So you need to take everything I say with a grain of salt and look these people up after you listen to the podcast and kind of judge them for yourself. I'm interested to hear what y'all think. So I want to start out with one of my favorite looks, which was custom Givenchy worn by Gigi Hadid. It was very risque. And I mean, I don't think I could ever wear it. But whenever a celebrity wears something risque, it just to me, it feels right. Like it just it's not as shocking as if I were to wear it to an event, right? Okay, so I think everybody would probably scream if I wore this outfit somewhere. But it was a black tulle one shoulder dress with a corset and a train. And it felt like very Cruella vibes, like kind of like, I don't know, she was definitely a boss in that dress. And it was just very sexy and feminine. And she finished it off with a really dramatic pearl choker. And it was a necklace Carl would have 100% approved of. And I approved of it too. I think the corset was was like a little much. And I think that there could have been between the corset and the skirt, like a little bit more fabrication to kind of tie it together. Not even that I think she needs modesty, but just like, I don't know, something there was like a little missing. But I think overall, it was a super cool look. Her train was cool. It was like a tool black and had black applique and lace kind of climbing up it. it. It was a cool look. And I thought it was really sexy. I was a little shocked about Kim Kardashian's look. It just didn't feel as it felt a little underwhelming to me. To give you an idea of her look, it was kind of doused and draped in those pearls, but like the pearls were what was covering her boobs and her butt. And like, it was just like a, if you picture like 800 pearl necklaces and you just drape it over your boobs, like that's what she wore. And while I think that's cool and like, I understand what she was going for. And of course, I mean, Kim Kardashian looked stunning. She always does, but I don't know why it reminded me of the outfit that she already wore. And it was Moogler a few years back. And I just think that it looks a lot like that look. I don't, it just didn't, they are different, right? Okay, you're going to look up both of them and be like, those look nothing alike. But her her look she wore a few years back was a very tight corset skin color look. And it had these, it was really cool. And it had these like liquid acrylic crystal kind of, I don't know, raindrops hanging off of her and in her hair and whatnot. And this one felt very similar where 
she had like a barely there, nothing there bodysuit on. So it was all skin colored with the pearls over it instead of the raindrops, in my opinion. So I feel like she could have gotten a little bit more creative or done something a little different. But I don't know. That's just my opinion. I also think Kylie missed the mark. And I understand what she was going for, too. I just don't. I think something was missing. If you look it up, I think you'll agree with me on this one. She wore a red and blue gown and it just came off very like cat in the hat. It wasn't very chic or elevated. It felt like a little flat and it just kind of like it didn't pop off like I thought it would. And I want to say this is year two of Kylie disappointing me at the Met because last year she wore an off-white dress with a backwards ball cap and it just kind of fell short for me too that year too. So I don't know. She's two in a row, three strikes you're out for me. I'm not going to look for you on the carpet. I'm just kidding. She's a Jenner. I'm always going to look for her on the carpet. But like, really, I mean, two years in a row, she's got a stylist and enough money to look like the best one there. So pipe it up, Kylie. Now, in my opinion, the next person I'm going to talk about can do no wrong ever. She's the cool girl in every way possible. And so is her boyfriend. And I'm talking about Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. She wore a white gown with these huge 3D floral applique on her jacket. And so whenever she walked in, this jacket was like completely covering almost all of her face. So picture whenever you're like hungover and you have a hoodie on and you push it all the way up to where just your face is showing while you're watching a movie. Like that's kind of what she looked like. So she did look really silly and you couldn't wear it anywhere other than the Met. But like you were just waiting on her to take off the jacket to kind of be like, wow. And I love how ASAP Rocky is there for all of these fashion moments that she has. Like if I were to wear that, what she wore next to Clay, he would literally be like, Clay, my fiance, he would literally be like, what in the world is happening? You just like, I can't take you seriously right now. But like he takes her seriously and loves the fashion just as much as her. And it is just so fun to watch and that they kind of like challenge each other in that era, in that realm. And I think it's fun. He wore jeans with a navy blazer and a red, like kind of Scottish, I don't know the right term for it, but like think about the Scottish men, Irishmen maybe is what I'm looking for. Irishmen wear over their pants. And I don't know, it was cool. It was cool vibes. Both of them looked really cool when she took off the jacket. It was just a big, long, white gown and she looks stunning and she's pregnant and she's glowing and we love all things Rihanna. What can I say? Jared Leto was like, honestly, what in the actual F. He showed up in a giant cat suit. It was actually funny, but also I'm like wondering what was Anna Wintour thinking? Like whenever she saw Jared Leto on the carpet, I'm wondering if she regretted inviting him. I saw this one video of her and she was talking about, you know, she'd rather people dress up for an event than down for an event. And she used an example, like one of her employees one time showed up to the Met in, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was like jeans and a blazer, but they were like working the event. And she was like so upset. Like, I don't think that they came back. And I'm wondering, she sees Jared Leto in a freaking cat costume and she had to have immediately regretted that decision to give him a ticket. And I, it's like, I just don't understand what he was thinking about that. But I do get it. I mean, obviously Carl's cat, but he just really took it to the next level. And I want y'all to know he looked like a school mascot. And I also read this other article that the security dog's at the Met saw Jared and they started acting up and like barking and like getting like a little irritated with him because he was dressed as a cat, like a huge giant, whatever, like big fat cat. And they just like were maybe hungry for him. So I thought that was funny because usually the security dogs are supposed to be like so well behaved and they still couldn't help it with Jared Leto's costume. Now, Jared Leto, JJJ, we're going J to the L, JLo. Okay, that was a jump. 
J-Lo wore a black and pastel pink Ralph Lauren gown. And I mean, it was like, it was very pretty. I mean, I don't know. Something was off. It didn't feel like, wow, the pink in her gown though was a very different color pink. It was like, honestly, my favorite pink that maybe I've ever seen. It's a very like ivory-ish light pink. It's not like an Easter pink. And I think that it came out really gorgeous. What I did love about J-Lo's outfit was her dramatic hat. Like I want you to think of the hats that the royals wear to the weddings and to all their big events, the coronation. They wear these big sculptural hats and that's what she wore and hers was even more out there and crazy. It was black and it just kind of really, I don't know, the the structure on it was super cool and it felt very elevated and Parisian chic, which is where Carl spent most of his time was in Paris. So I think she did good. I would give her a thumbs up. Wasn't my favorite, but it wasn't the worst by any means. And I think she was closer to over the 50% than under the 50%. So Nicola Peltz Beckham is the next one I want to talk about. She did not wear her mother-in-law, Victoria Beckham, because, you know, she married a Beckham. She actually wore a stunning tulle draped Valentino gown with a velvet black tie. I almost said a velvet black toe. Like she did not wear a toe on her dress. Okay. She wore a velvet black tie on the side of her waist and she finished the look off with a velvet black tie ribbon around her neck too and a dramatic cat eye, which kind of gave a nod again to Carl's kitty, Choupette. I think Jared Leto needs to take notes from Nicola. Okay. She wore a cat eye wing eyeliner. He wore a full on cat mascot suit. So there's just like two ways to kind of give a nod to a cat. And I think Nicola did a much better job. And I also think she looks simply stunning. Like she always looks so cool to me and she has just her own style. And you can just tell, I don't know, her thought process is kind of like, Sophia Richie recently, right? So it's not just one look that looks timeless and elegant that everybody's talking about. It's all of her looks. And I feel like that's the same way with Nicola. She has all of her looks kind of exude her personality and what she wants people to see. The Jenners to me are kind of all over the board, depending on the stylist that they're working with and what where they're going. Like you never know what look they're going to be. Kendall could be in a 90s look and then she could be in a, like a super, I don't know, it, they they jump a little bit more depending on where they're going. And like Nicola and Sophia Richie and a few of those celebrities kind of have honed in on their own style and kind of perfected it in a really cool way. So speaking of Miss Jenner, Kendall Jenner's look was another that was fun and flirty, but it was not a top favorite for me. She basically wore a suit in the shape of like a unitard, okay, with big long sleeves and no pants. It was very costume-esque to me, and she finished it off with combat boots, which was also a big Carl staple. It just didn't nail it for me. I mean, her after-party look, though, was insane, and my mom would immediately ground me for wearing it, but she looked incredible. It was a vintage look from Chanel 1994 Runway when Carl was the creative director, and you'll have to look this one up for yourself. I can't describe it because I'm going to make it sound like, I don't know, not an outfit that you ever want to wear because... Uh, here, let me let me go for it real quick, okay? So it was a like sequined bodysuit. It was completely see-through. Sequined bodysuit, and she had like a sports black sports bra on over the top kind of but like it didn't cover her boobs and then she had like a black thong on and yeah right doesn't that sound absolutely terrible I know because I can't explain it right and also it does sound terrible in retrospect but I don't know in the pictures 
again, I can never wear it. It would be completely inappropriate if I ever wore this anywhere. I'd probably get arrested for public nudity. But since it's Kendall Jenner, she can do whatever she wants. And I thought it was cool. And like I said, it was vintage runway from 1994. And it was back whenever Carl was the creative director. And it was just it was risque, but I'm a sucker for vintage. And I guess if you've got the body, rock it, baby, rock it. And speaking of babies, if you listened to last episode, India has still not had a baby, but we're still in the waiting game. And any day now, maybe by the time you guys listen to this, we'll have a little baby here. But again, speaking of babies, Carly Kloss dressed in a beautiful dress from Lowe and she announced her pregnancy which was so fun. And I had no idea she was pregnant. Nobody else did either. Obviously, that's where she chose the Met Gala to announce her pregnancy. So I thought that was fun and kind of a good way to get all the eyes on you if you're wanting some PR. So I thought this looked look felt very timeless and elegant. I know I talked about Sophia Richie earlier. If she were on the carpet, which she wasn't, I feel like she would have worn. If she had to actually, let me backtrack real quick. If Sophia Richie was on the Met carpet this year and she had to pick one person's dress that was at the Met already, I think she would have picked Carly Claus's dress because it was very timeless. It was very simplistic. It was very classy. It was a black high neck gown, long sleeves, long to the ground with a train. And she just finished it off with, you know, I don't know, it was dripping in that old money look with black velvet bow in her hair and some big long strands of pearls. And it wasn't overdone. And it was very timeless and chic. And I give Carly Claus, I think I give her I don't ever want to give anybody a 10 out of 10 because like I just that's hard for me to do. But she's up there. She's quite up there for me. Okay. Cardi B's outfit was not it for me. So we're jumping from up there to down there. Cardi B's outfit was I was just not crazy about it. It wasn't very shocking or different. And I mean, I thought Cardi B looks so pretty every time. I mean, her face is just stunning. But basically, it was a suit top with 3D applique on her floral skirt. Like it just wasn't it was like they didn't use any imagination or creativity to kind of create this look. It was very just like what would Carl like A, B, C and D. And that's what they did instead of kind of like trying to put their own modern spin on it or do something a little bit crazier. Hers just like didn't do it for me. It was very celebrity just like got to attend the Met and got someone to do their dress and wasn't a part of it and just wore it that day. That's kind of what the vibe that I got from her. Now, I want to finish this piece off. Okay, wait, before I finish this piece off, Anne Hathaway was really cool too. And I talked about her in a previous podcast. Her and Sophia Richie, I'm not kidding. They have just upped their game so much. Anne Hathaway wore custom Versace and it was super cool look. It was a white dress. She had these big, large Donatella Versace was also on the Met Gala carpet and she was present as well. But Anne Hathaway wore a white long gown with these really big gold paper clips, which was again, very symbolic of Chanel and a little bit of a mixture of Versace. And I think it was super cool. And she looked stunning. And she tied in both designers. And she was on the same carpet as Anna Wintour. Are y'all thinking about this? So she was Devil Wears Prada, which was about Anna Wintour. So I wonder if her and Anna Wintour have talked about the movie because supposedly Anna Wintour was really mad about that movie and like did not want it created and did not want people to view her like that because it was supposed to be about her, right? So I thought that was kind of cool that they were on the carpet together, but who knows. To finish the looks off, I want to end with Cara Delevingne. She wore Karl Lagerfeld and she was his muse, you guys. Like he loved her. She's a model. If you don't know, she's not. She wasn't a previous celebrity. 
or, you know, an artist like a lot of these other people were, an actress. She was a model and he kind of scouted her and used her in almost all of his shows. She was his biggest muse. And in multiple interviews, he said how much he loved her and not only looked up to her for her personality, but what she brought to the fashion industry. And when Carl passed, a lot of people had some negative things to say about him because I do think he contributed to some of the negative sides of fashion. Like he was very adamant about the weight and size requirements of high fashion models. And a lot of people had problems with him about that. And she always came to his defense in his defense on his personality and his work ethic and him in general. And she really respected his artistry so much. And she showed up in Karl Lagerfeld. And I just thought she was so happy that night. Like if you look at interviews for her, she was so excited to be there and represent him. And she was in a white gown and she looked cool. It was very Cara and Carl. So I want to end there with my yays and nays. There are so many more looks on the carpet that were incredible, but I could go on for days and days. But I feel like it's a little bit harder in a podcast because you don't have that imagery. This year's Met did not disappoint. I think it was a good year. My favorite year has still been camp. I think that was the most fun year, but I think this year needed to happen. We needed to pay our respects to Carl, and I think it was a good Met Gala year. One thing I want to talk about was that host that they had, and I forget her name now that I'm in recording, but she was the host of the Met Gala, and she did the most horrific job ever. Like, she did not do a good job. I don't know what her name was, but Stella McCartney, the actual designer, and the people that she dressed were like in line, and she forgot got their name. Okay, I just remembered her name. Her name was Chloe Feynman and Saturday Night Live is where she's from. And they got her to host the Met Gala. And I just don't feel like she took it seriously. Like I said, the Met Gala is the biggest night in fashion, right? So you have all these huge fashion designers and brands and celebrities out. And she like didn't do her research on who she was going to interview and didn't know these designers. And it just like felt like I know she's from Saturday Night Live. So she's kind of like supposed to be funny and whatnot, but it came off a little disrespectful. And I am not the only person that thought this. So going back to Stella McCartney, it was her turn to be interviewed about the people that she had. She had Madeline Klein from Outer Bank and Aubrey Plaza from She's in So Many Things, but like she was in, I think she was in White Lotus and also in Parks and Recreation. And she's so funny, but they go to interview Stella, Madeline and Aubrey and Chloe calls Aubrey Audrey. And then she doesn't remember her last name and gives her the mic. She's like, and this is Stella McCartney, Madeline Klein and Audrey, what's your name? And Aubrey like was like, uh, Plaza, but also my, you know, my name's Aubrey, not Audrey. It was just so awkward, you guys. Like, I just can't. I had to mention that. Has nothing to do with fashion, but y'all need to go watch the videos on TikTok because they're actually so funny. Aubrey is such a good sport and took it incredibly, but Stella McCartney got on to Chloe and was like, You need to take this more seriously. You're not taking this seriously. It was the most awkward encounter of the whole Met Gala. And that's your homework for today to go look at all the Met Gala looks and watch that awkward interview. So y'all have a fun rest of your Friday. Why don't y'all DM me some things y'all want me to talk about in the next episode or the episode after that or the episode after that. I kind of want to hear from you guys on what y'all want to hear. So I look forward to getting some DMs from you guys and I will see y'all next week.